All right, all right, all right. Thanks for tuning in here to the first ever episode of the Fourth and Whiskey Podcast. My name is John, and I will be your host for the next 30 or so minutes. Uh, got a lot of ideas for this podcast, but I'm mostly going to be talking about uh, Buffalo sports, TV, movies, and uh, yeah, a little bit about my dog, Rosie, as well. So... You know, this episode, uh, this podcast is, is named Fourth and Whiskey for a reason. Um, I'll be sipping on a different whiskey every episode and give you a bit of a rating on uh, what I like and some of my suggestions. Um, starting off here today, I uh, went with one of my favorites, is a little Woodford Reserve. Um, if you haven't had it yet, uh, very smooth, nice little bite, but yeah, definitely rate this one uh, you know, closer to a 10 <laughs> than anything. And I know uh, I've got some friends out there that will agree with me uh, wholeheartedly. Um, but at this point, uh, maybe you don't already have a drink in hand, uh, take a second, go fill up your glass with, uh, your favorite beverage of choice. I, uh, do not discriminate here against what you like to drink, but, uh, let's get right into it here. Um, we have a lot to talk about from the Bills off season to, to start things off. Um, obviously with the most recent news of the Stefan Diggs extension, um, well, that should ideally bring him to retirement with the Buffalo Bills. Um, it's a four-year extension worth, uh, you know, up to 104 million. Um, it'll keep him in a Bills jersey through the 2027 season. Um, yeah, it's got 70 million guaranteed, um, and with both sides being intent on him retiring with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, first off, you know, having Diggs and, and Josh Allen together for the foreseeable future is going to be electric. I mean, these two have really shown uh, uh, great chemistry with each other and uh, know how you know each one of them kind of works on and off the field um, you know you, you heard Emmanuel Sanders there was on good morning football uh, last week and uh, you know, hey given him a, a a lot of credit to how they interact with one another um, off the field on the field and, and how it translates over um, also good morning football uh, a fantastic show if uh, you, you don't watch it I highly suggest to tune in uh, give a quick shout out to that crew there they are uh, fantastic and we know that they are all pretty much big Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen fans so uh, always love watching that show and, and seeing the clips that come out of uh, you know some of the things they do there but um, you know you, you look at uh, Allen and Diggs together you know they just kind of know where one another is going to be um you know alan knows that josh or that that Diggs is going to be running the, the the route that was set up and uh, he's able to you know release the ball before you know hey Diggs even makes a cut and, and it goes right to the exact spot so you know they just know kind of where each other is is going to be and and you know you look at the opposite of that um from you know Diggs running his routes perfectly uh josh allen having to scramble you get Diggs just kind of you know comes out of his route sees josh on the move and says okay where do i get open um how am i able to you know give josh an option down the field um on a qb scramble and you know even going as far as you know making blocks downfield uh to, to give josh the opportunity to you know hey run for a first down um as needed so you know again watching these two and, and having you know them sign for the, the foreseeable future is always going to be a good uh thing for the buffalo bills and and you know you, you get some really great uh secondary pieces coming in you know obviously dawson knox had a a great end of the season um, there, and and he's you know 
building and learning and, and being able to showcase his, his talents and his huge mismatch, um, you know, against linebackers and cornerbacks and being able to run over the middle and down the outside and, and just basically run people over, you know, bringing in a guy like OJ Howard to compliment him there as well. Um, you know, he's going to be able to do a great job of, you know, Hey, kind of filling that seam, uh, role down the slot, uh, as well as run, run guys over because he's a huge monster as well. So yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see. And, uh, you know, hey, again, excited to uh, have Diggs signed, you know, long term and, and not have to worry about that contract issue all season. Um, yeah, second thing, Brandon Bean's a freaking wizard, man. I mean, I, there's no other way to put it. Um, you know, he got that Diggs deal, saving some cap space this year. I think they opened up like, you know, six and a half million dollars, um, you know, to be able to sign draft picks, uh, to be able to possibly bring in another corner. You know, we're not 100% sure what he's going to do there. Um, you know, then Bean again as the wizard, um, they, they signed Bates to uh, the offer uh, offer sheet from, from Chicago, and then a week later turns around and, and and opens up another million plus in cap space by by redoing Bates's contract. So this is this guy just knows, you know, hey, what uh, what the the team needs and and where they need to go, and is able to you know maneuver through you know a adjusted caps over uh, the last couple of years. And and yeah, it did go up quite a bit here this year, but you know, at the same time, it's still lower than you know what we all kind of expected uh, it to be at. You know, with the pandemic dropping everything and no fans, but yeah, hey, they're going to have a new huge TV deal coming in, um, you know, in the next year or two, and that's going to open it up a lot. So, you know, hey, the the, the cap hit on on Josh Allen and, and Diggs, and you know, hey, some of the other big names that they you're going to have to resign or, or let walk. Um, they're they're going to have more room and a little more flexibility. But hey, he he's done a great job. I've I've loved watching Bean, um, you know, do his thing and, and put a team together. So you know, hey, McDermott has the the options and and the, the the people out there to you know go out and and be a competitive football team and and you know kind of go to um, get to the playoffs, you know, on a, on a regular basis. So um, again, you know, really excited for it. Um, you know, you. you you look at uh, you know some of the Diggs' stats here. So you know, kind of going back to that, um, you know, he's uh, over his two years uh, with Buffalo. He's had 230 receptions for 2,760 yards and 18 touchdowns. Um, you know, you you look at a. a, a, a a contract extension like Tyreek Hill got when, you know, being traded to Miami, um, you know, his last two years have been 198 uh, receptions with uh, 2,515 yards or uh, yeah, 15 yards and, and 24 touchdowns. And, and he's getting, you know, 30 plus million a year. And, and, you know, Diggs coming in, um, you know, somewhere around that 20, 20 plus million every year. So, you know, Hey, I think it's a great deal. Um, it, it sets the bills up for long-term success of being able to, uh, you know, kind of get more pieces around uh, Josh and Diggs as needed to, again, get out there and, and, and accomplish the final goal, which is to, you know, go win a Super Bowl. Um, so, you know, good for Tyreek, you know, getting that mega deal. Um, but sorry, man, you just went from Patrick Mahomes to Tua Tugavailoa. I mean, you, you went from a Ferrari to a freaking 
halfway go. I mean, it's, it's, it doesn't matter how good you are, how fast you are and how much you can catch and run and, and everything like that. You got to have somebody who's going to be able to get you the ball. And guess what? That ain't Tua. He's not going to be able to get you the ball on a regular basis. So yeah, good luck to, to Tyreek there. He's going to have a lot of trouble uh, kind of replicating the numbers he has over the last couple of years, but you know, Hey, it's, uh, it is what it is. Um, and then, you know, obviously Diggs is a, a top five wide receiver in the NFL right now. You know, you, you get Topkins, Devonta, uh, Amari, they all, you know, they have huge deals. Um, so again, makes the, the Diggs signing, uh, a lot more palatable. Um, and then, you know, on top of that, you've got guys like DK Metcalf, uh, Jamar Chase and, and Justin Jefferson, and, and they're all going to be due for new contracts in the next few years. And, you know, those things are going to skyrocket in the 30, $35 million a year range. So again, you know, Hey, this is a, a good signing long-term to, you know, keep, uh, one of the, the best in my opinion. And, and obviously I'm biased here, but one of the best quarterback wide receiver duos in the league together for, uh, the foreseeable future. So yeah, I, I like it. Um, yeah, again, freeing up the cap space, I'm going to be able to bring in, uh, you know, some extra help on, um, you know, Hey, the, the secondary, um, being able to sign some of the draft picks, you know, with the, the amount of picks that Buffalo has this year, you're going to have to, uh, you know, be able to put a little capital towards those guys but um you know again you know Diggs's his, his stats have have shown himself uh, with buffalo and you know you, you look his four his last four years he's had a thousand plus yards and um you know between buffalo and minnesota he's got 33 total touchdowns um you know in 2019 you know he had a, a fantastic year and and you know, it's only 63 catches but he went for 1130 yards and and that was with kirk cousins um you know in that same year dalvin cook had 250 rushing attempts for for 1135 yards and then he had 53 receptions um for only about 519 520 yards so you know you, you look at the usage that he had there in, in minnesota it was nowhere near what he's getting in buffalo and, and i think you know hey that makes him happy obviously he's a focal point of the the offense so you know hey being able to you know lock him up long term is is going to be a, a big big deal for buffalo moving forward and being able to continue getting to the playoffs and like i said getting to that final uh, goal of everyone's is to win the super bowl so um, you know, from there, um, hey, we'll take a, a quick ad break. Um, this next section will be brought to you by, again, Woodford Reserve. Um, again, one of my favorite whiskeys. It's a great flavor, uh, easy drinking, and, and you can eat, drink it on the rocks or, or even neat, which is what I typically do. So, Woodford, if you're out there listening, um, I could definitely use a sponsor and, and you know, give me a holler. Uh, um, so next offseason signing obviously it brings us to the 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 man von miller i mean wow out of fucking nowhere uh brandon bean this whole thing went way under the radar no one even you know expected buffalo to be in the race for von miller and and hey everyone kind of expected von miller to you know just go ahead and re-sign um you know with los angeles you know obviously coming off super bowl win and got a great team there great coach um you know hey they've done a really uh, a great job of putting uh together that super bowl winning team but 
Yeah, again, like I said, coming out of nowhere, uh, Brandon Bean, the wizard, has has done it yet again, and um, this uh, this is a great signing. Uh, Von Miller's the guy Buffalo's D line has been missing, and and you know, hey, nothing against Jerry Hughes. I love Jerry. If they can bring him back, um, you know, on like a a lower cost deal, and and have him play the opposite side of Von Miller for you know a lot of the passing plays, that would be fantastic. But um, hey, you got these young guys. Um, you know, Epinesa, uh, Ed Oliver, and, and, you know, hey, some of these uh, younger guys, Boogie Basham, are going to be able to learn quite a bit from, um, you know, bringing in Vaughn Miller. Um, it's going to allow Ed Oliver to, you know, play that inside uh, line and, and, you know, not get as many double teams as he did last year. And, um, uh, really open things up um you know he does play a bit of a a, a different style uh on the on the, the line there so you know buffalo typically lines up with their uh defensive ends that are you know, pretty close to their uh interior linemen so yeah vaughn comes out from you know a bit of a further angle um and that's how he's kind of lined up throughout his career so hey a little more speed coming off the outside um again you're gonna have guys that are on the offensive lines they're gonna have to to kick out to you know cover him from coming in and and probably get a double team you know hey they're gonna have you know the running backs come out and and block him and so you're opening up holes in the middle for you know guys like uh at oliver um you know you got to bring in a guy like shaq lawson back who hey had the best time of his career with Buffalo and, and kind of struggled the last two years there. So, you know, getting him back into, um, you know, a, a defense that he knows um, and, and he's familiar with in a familiar setting, you know, he's going to be able to provide a bit of a spark there to, you know, get him back into top form. So, you know, I really like the the, the Vaughn signing. I mean, you know, throughout his career, he's played 150 games, um, 381 solo tackles, 115 and a half sacks, um, and you know, watching him work with Aaron Donald last year was incredible. And, and Aaron Donald even said, like, hey, you know, my game went up because of uh, you know having Vaughn come in and, and being able to open things up in the middle for me to do what I'm best at and and that's getting to the quarterback and 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 causing chaos and mayhem in the middle so yeah I think he's going to be able to do the same thing for Ed Oliver um, you know Ed played 17 games last season you know, every single one um, 29 solo tackles four sacks and he was basically double teamed all season long so uh, again it's going to be a pretty scary duo and, and this is a big year for uh, a guy like Ed Oliver to, you know, really show what he's all about, what he's learned and, and how far he's come. So, you know, excited to see these two get on the field together and, and build a little rapport and some chemistry. Um, but, you know, hey, again, it, it, it opens up options for the, the linebackers to, you know, hey, kind of you know, get some blitzing in and, and get downhill a little bit or, or be able to cover, you know, over the middle a little bit more because they're going to be spending so many more options uh, on their, their line and, and their backfield to, you know, give their quarterback a little bit of time. And, you know, I don't uh, I, I don't foresee many offensive lines being able to, to stop, you know, hey, Shaq Lawson or, or Epinesa and, and Vaughn and, and Oliver, um, you know, there's a, yeah, bringing Jordan Phillips back in. I mean, these are very, very strong guys, and this is going to be one of the most dominant defensive lines in the game this year, in, in my opinion. So, yeah, really excited to see these guys all get together and, and start, uh, you know, putting some plays together. Um, you know, I guess like I mentioned, you know, just recently here is, uh, you know, another option that I really like is, hey, 
bring it back, Jerry Hughes. Um, see if you can get him on a low-cost one-year deal with with the allure to, to go out and win a Super Bowl in this city, in the community that he has grown to love, that his family is in, that, you know, hey, he's 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 a Buffalo guy now. And, and you know, hey, giving him that kind of option to, to stick around, play another year, um, and, hey, play with passing downs, you know, on the opposite edge um, of Von Miller, getting to the QB, you know, hey, giving him some opportunities to, to throw some extra sacks into his career so you know i i really like it hey buffalo bills mafia loves jerry hughes um yeah i think that would be a uh, a really really fun way to uh you know give this guy a, a kind of a going out party here one last year or hey, maybe he stays around longer but you know it, it does give him that um you know kind of sense of closure and, and being able to go out there and, and play for a super bowl um you know, with this team and, you know, in the up, upgraded off or defensive line. So, um, you know, the reason I like bringing Jerry Hughes back is, you know, Hey, he, he plays on the right side. Um, you know, he'll play on rotations with Epinesa and Boogie. Um, but primarily on passing downs, being able to get to the QB, uh, Von Miller plays on the left side. I mean, that's just, you know, what it is. And, and that's where he's done, uh, the most, um, damage um you know really and um again it, it gives him the best options to to get to the qb and and you know get some more sacks but you know just not any you know anyone on the team that is a uh you know certified right uh right uh, edge rusher so yeah i think you know hey maybe bringing jerry would back would be great it would be a lot of fun you know he's uh, uh, definitely a, a bill's mafia favorite so yeah we'll see um you know a lot of time here got up a few weeks before the draft and you know hey, there's some free agents out there that you know could could be brought in but um you know hey giving edmonds and milano up the middle there uh, an opportunity to you know stuff the uh, the, the run and and you know, hey cover uh, some of the downs of the crossing routes um yeah we'll see and and obviously edmonds here is in a uh, uh, a bit of a transition year he's he's got a really kind of show out and and be able to to you know, explain an extension and and a, and a and a pay raise so you know hey you, you might see uh, mcdermott and, and bean go for uh, a linebacker in the draft you know in the second or third round um someone that can come in and, and play some extra downs and you know eat up some of the the extra plays when you know milano or edmonds are uh you know taking a rest so yeah, we'll see again what uh, what they're going to do here in the draft. But you know, I'm excited to uh, to watch some Buffalo Bills football again this year. It's going to be um, pretty electric uh, on both offense and defense. So um, yeah, we'll see. But uh, McDermott, uh, great coach, and and Bean is a freaking wizard. So let's go Buffalo. Uh, on that, let's uh, let's head over, switch over to a little bit of the uh, the NHL here. Now, hey, Sabers eliminated from playoff contention yet again 11th year in a row they've they've set a record which is never good however this is a team that is on the rise um you know hey the last you know couple of weeks watching these guys out there beating up on some of the top teams um you know bank in toronto over and over again you know really has been a lot of fun to to see in my opinion since it hasn't happened in so long but um you know hey there's a lot of young talent uh, you know on this team and and you know hey, gmka is gonna have to do um you know a little little work here this off season to you know keep some of these guys around make some extensions uh, you know really kind of show them that hey this is the team we want moving forward um you know you get a guy like Owen Power who 
came in, played his first game last night, played about 20 minutes, was dominant. You know, hey, he, he lined up against, you know, the, the maybe the best goal scorer in the league right now, um, Austin Matthews, for a good 10 minutes throughout the game and, and really shut him down. And, and the Sabres come out with a real big win. And, yeah, I know it doesn't matter, and you know, in the long run here in the season. And, you know, getting wins at the end of the year is, you know, just lowering draft stock. Well, you know, fuck that. Don't care. I want to see these guys win. Uh, I'm watching them play together has been so much fun here um, you know over the last you know month or so and and you know just the way things are moving forward um, you know finally got rid of the the Eichel debacle there at the beginning of the year and um, or, or you know this year and hey he didn't want to be in Buffalo and and you know hey they didn't want him really uh, to get the the surgery that he ended up getting which hey he's healthy again and playing and and he looks really good so you know hey, I'm happy for for him that he's there but you know hey, he didn't want to be a part of uh, Buffalo moving forward and you know hey guess what now you're in Vegas and doesn't look like you're going to make the playoffs again this year and and Buffalo brings a couple guys in like uh, you know Alex Tuck and and, and Peyton Krebs um, they've been electric um, you know Tuck is a, a Buffalo guy you know he's from Syracuse I think out there and you know he watched Buffalo growing up and you know hey for him it is uh, you know, hey, kind of surreal and, and almost a dream come true to be playing for the Buffalo Sabres and you could see the excitement in him uh yeah during the games, after the games, you know, hey, after those wins, you see Tuck go down and he's the last person and, you know, he runs into Craig Anderson, arms raised, gives him a huge hug. I mean, you can just feel uh, the excitement uh, about him and, and what he's been up to and, and how he's been able to influence this team. And, you know, hey, he's a, a locker room guy as well. You, you've heard it over and over again uh, about what he's been able to bring into the locker room. Um, you know, hey, the, the, the the closeness of the players and you know hey the just kind of bringing the fun back into that locker room that has been kind of stale uh, over the last few years and um yeah and Peyton Krebs has been playing unbelievable this season he's had a lot of really great opportunities he's scoring goals he's he's you know setting up goals and you know just really playing all around great hockey so yeah I mean those two guys obviously uh, you got Dylan Cousins who he's not afraid to to throw down as needed you know we've seen him you know dropped the mitts a few times over the last couple of years and yeah he's a big strong guy he's he's a little t- intimidating you know when he's out there and he's just letting them fly um yeah he had a stretch here this year where you know hey no points no goals and and you know hey that does happen especially in a young career but um you know when he is when he's on he's on um so you know getting you know some more talent around him and, and keeping some of the guys that you know are currently out there playing with him is going to be important here moving forward so yeah GMK does have a bit of a a, a tough off season ahead of him um but you know hey they, they've done a great job overall and and you know bringing in guys who want to be on the team so you know we'll see what happens in the draft and and see where they land here um you know hey hopefully vegas uh, just misses the playoffs and then you know they they don't get their lottery protected pick and and buffalo picks up an extra first rounder here this year so you know we'll see where, where all that lands here in the next uh, you know, month or two and um you know take it from there but hey uh under under don granado i mean this this is 
is hockey royalty here. I mean, the Granados are you know, through and through, you know, one of the most influential uh, you know, hockey families uh, in the NHL at the moment. Um, but he's really taken this this kind of uh, team of misfits, you know, quote unquote, if you will, um, and, and really, you know, he united them um, as as a as a team, and, and he's been able to. Um, you know, add the presences to the locker room and, and be able to, you know, kind of show these guys, hey, I, I know it sucks right now. We're, you know, we're, we're not going to make the playoffs, but, you know, hey, let's go out there and win. Um, you know, let's, let's go show these teams that, that we're not a joke and, and we're going to be competing next year. So, uh, yeah, yeah, power to Don there. I, I love seeing him uh, on the bench here and, and what he's done with this team. And, you know, hey, we got uh, two 30-goal scorers this year for the first time in – who knows how long, um, you know, and Skinner and Thompson, and you know, it's good to see Skinner back to his old ways, and, you know, again, hey, the, the smile on his face, and he's having fun again, and, you know, Tage Thompson, he's been solid, you know, just absolutely monstrous, and, and his shot's getting better, and, you know, his, his accuracy's getting a lot better, and, you know, he just is, is everywhere out there, he's so big and so fast, it's been, you know, incredible to watch, um, you know, him play there with, with Tuck, and, and, with Skinner or, you know, he gets out in the line with cousins every now and again. And, you know, these are, these are the, the guys of the future, you know, moving forward. Um, so yeah, excited to, to see what happens here. Um, you know, and then yeah, obviously, like I said, GMK has a lot of work to do this off season, um, you know, starting in goal, uh, in, in my opinion, um, you know, he had, uh, Craig Anderson here this year. Hey, he came back. He's 40 years old. He, he, you know, recorded his 600th win, um, you know, of his career. It's the sixth U.S. born goaltender to, to hit that milestone. Um, and, and Hey, he did it in Buffalo and against none other than the golden Knights. And, and he was able to shut down Jack and, um, you know, that team of superstars, if you will. But, um, yeah, he joins, uh, yeah, Tom Barrasso, uh, Mike Richter, Jonathan Quick, Jonathan Van Riesbrook, and, you know, Buffalo's own Ryan Miller. Um, yeah, this is a Hall of Fame candidate all day long. Uh, yeah, Craig Anderson, he's a, a, a professional. He's a you know, really great human being from, you know, hey, the stories that you, you hear from him over his years. And, and he loves the game. And, and he's he's said it from, you know, hey, day one, as long as I still have love for the game, I, I want to keep playing. So, Hey, they signed him to the the Buffalo special deal, if you will, the the, the 750k for the one year, and you know, without uh, you know, hey, only you know, without him throughout the season, you know, hey, I don't I don't know if Buffalo has as many wins as, as they do. You know, he's he's added you know tallied you know 14, 15 wins now. Um, you know, throughout 25 games, he's got a, a 903 save percentage, and you know, hey, he's kind of stood on his head through through games, and you can tell he's having a good time out there. You know, hey, if he wasn't hurt for um you know hey the portion of the season that he was uh, maybe he gets an extra 15 games in there and yeah maybe buffalo has an extra 10 wins and and now we're talking about knocking on the door playoffs so hey if uh, you know hey he's he's happy and and wants to you know, play again next year i think gmka has to you know hey seriously think about re-signing him um you know, and then, you know, earlier on in the season brought in Malcolm Subban, which, you know, he only got to play in four games before he had a season ending injury. And, you know, hey, he could have been a, a pretty viable backup, um, you know, while UPL was, was getting some time in Rochester and, uh, you know, getting just shelled over and over again down there in Rochester. But, yeah, I thought Malcolm Subban would have been a, um, a good signing to, um, you know, kind of give uh, – 
give Anderson a, a bit of a break here and there. And um, but you know, again, hey, unfortunate for him. Um, yeah, got hurt pretty early on in into his Sabres career, and, and has done for the season. So you know, hey, best uh, best wishes to to Malcolm Subban. Hopefully he's uh, you know, able to to come back healthy and, and ready for next year, whether he plays in Buffalo or or elsewhere. Um, but yeah, you never want to see uh, uh, anyone get hurt, you know, for that matter. But yeah, it was uh, tough to see him get signed and and go right down so um you know hey again again you know you got upl um he's an rfa and um you know they need to do everything and anything to keep him around um you know next year and and make sure that he's kind of the spotlight um you know even if you have anderson come in to back him up um but hey he's he's a guy that that you need to have uh, in the system no matter what um because you know, hey, you look at some of other uh, prospects Buffalo has is, is Devin Levi. Already told Buffalo he's staying in Northeastern um, after they got uh, knocked out of the hockey uh, college football or college hockey playoffs. Um, but man, he had a season. He posted a, a 9.52 save percentage with 2.05 goals against average, and with a 2013 and one record and 10 shutouts. I mean sheesh this this guy is a stud and and you saw what he did um you know at the world juniors uh with canada and and you know playing a little bit in the olympics i mean got two more years of control um you know over his rights there so hopefully after next season you know he's he's ready and feels confident ready to uh, uh go after his junior year and Hey, they can make a run to the national championship. So I get that. Hey, you want to? You only get a couple opportunities to win a national championship, and and then you go to the NHL. It's you know, hey, a a dream that that kind of runs short. So, yeah, you know, good luck to him next year and and Northeastern. You know, hey, they had a great team this year. I thought they deserved to, um, you know, squeak out a couple more wins and make it into the Frozen Four. But you know, hey, it's a hockey's a fickle sport. You you just never know. So, yeah, best of luck to Devin Levi next year, and and hopefully at the end of the season he's. ready to become a Buffalo Sabre and you know, have, hey, have him for uh, the, the next season kind of starting uh, in goal or, or backing up UPL. You know, we'll see. Um, yeah, the other guy here is uh, Eric Portillo. I mean, whew guy's been awesome for Michigan this year you know unfortunately he and, and Owen Powers you know team lost in the Frozen Four you know OP obviously uh, you know signed his entry-level contract and ready to make that jump in uh, into the NHL you know Portillo hey he uh, not quite ready uh, he wants to you know run it back again and uh, yeah this is a guy who's uh, you know, high pick, uh, a third round pick by the Sabres back in 2019. You know, he's 21 already. You know, he's just uh, maybe not ready to make that that jump, or maybe he wants to finish school, or you know, hey, you know, kind of do what Levi's doing there is, um, you know, hey, make another run for national championship. You know, after getting you know, knocked out in the Frozen Four, hey, it's. Uh, a tough loss and you, know, you, you, you just kind of see you know what you had and, and what you could be and you know this is a guy you know played 41 games with Michigan with uh, 213 goals against average uh, 926 save percentage you know, 31 wins and three shutouts I mean whew, again out, outrageous numbers uh, you know for very competitive hockey and and you know, he's he's all he's a monster as well he's six six uh, you know he kind of gives off a, a big Ryan Miller vibe um you know, he's got 
quickness in the net. He's got you know, a flashy glove. He's big. He's he's not afraid to to mix it up and get out of uh, his crease and and you know play the puck. So, yeah, hopefully, uh, yeah, they can work on getting him signed after this season. But yeah, that will be it. Um, he'll he'll be a a, a, a a free agent. You know, if if they don't get him signed after uh, next college season. So. Yeah, that's that's going to be a big one as well. But you know, hey, the future of of Portillo, Levi, and UPL is it, it looks good. Um, you know, for Buffalo, um, you know, being able to put some some goaltenders between the the pipes there that can stick around for the long haul and and you know be able to you know, hey take them into a playoff run or or hey deep into the playoffs or you know let's start off with getting to the playoffs you know for for first thing so you know we'll see what GMKA can do here this offseason um yeah I don't uh, see too many goalies making moves or or being um you know kind of available for the prices that I think you know Buffalo is willing to pay so Again, you know, hey, bringing a, a guy like Craig Anderson back for his year 41 season, you know, hey, maybe they can you know, convince him into to doing it again. And, you know, if not, um, yeah, hey, best of luck to, to Craig Anderson moving forward in, in retirement if that's what he chooses or with another team. But I was really, really excited to see him get his uh, 300th win in a, in a Sabres uniform. And, you know, you could tell, uh, hey, all the guys on the team were, were happy for him and excited for him because, like I said, hey, you've only seen six other players, U.S.-born players do this. So, yeah, awesome to, to see him there. And, um, yeah, excited to see what the offseason brings for for our Buffalo Sabres here. Hopefully, uh, you know, hey, some some re-signings and uh, I'm going out and picking some some players up that kind of want to be in Buffalo and, and see the culture and, and see what they're kind of building and, and able to kind of help that locker room. So should be a pretty good offseason. Um, from there, hey, we're going to uh, move on. But uh, first, uh, this uh, this section here is, is brought to you by Pepperidge Farms, um, specifically Goldfish and Farmhouse Cookies. Uh have a, a couple of friends here that uh, work for Pepperidge Farm. So, you know, if you guys are listening, uh, Kyle, Ryan, uh, could you also use another sponsorship from, from the farm? But uh, um, this uh, this is brought to you by Pepperidge Farm because there's going to be a segment here that I'm going to want to bring on, uh, you know, every episode if I can and we're going to call it flipping tomatoes uh it's uh my buddy Kyle here he comes on and yeah he's got a a pretty good rating system for TVs and movies um you know kind of rotten tomatoes but flipping tomatoes so um yeah hopefully we'll be able to get him on here in the the coming episodes and um you know really get to see you know some of the things he's looked at and and watched and and you know give you some ratings and um hey some two watches and not to watch us um, on TVs and movies. But, you know, until he gets on here, um, we're going to, you know, kind of go with my own. I'm not going to give you a rating, but I'm going to tell you, you know, give you one to watch and, and one not to watch. Um, first off, we're going to go with the not to watch. Um, don't watch Scream. The new Scream stinks. Um, it's basically the same old bullshit. They, they brought, you know, the original characters back who look old as shit and yeah, they <laughs> it's just the, the same plot as the original and the second and the third and the fifth and the ninth and however fucking many there have been it's not worth it don't waste your time um no one no one is good in it again there's oh the surprise ending uh, whatever like okay yeah okay get a killer someone that we didn't expect psych yeah it's always the same person you know who it's gonna be um yeah don't watch it we'll don't waste your time my fiance loves it but 
I thought it was dumb, and hopefully this is the end to a very mediocre franchise that's been around for far too long. So, yeah, hopefully we're done with the with the Scream franchise and and don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, no, on the positive side here, um, obviously uh, one of my favorite shows here is, is Better Call Saul. Uh, sixth season is is coming out here. Uh, the fifth season was just released uh, ahead of the final season um, on Netflix, so be able to catch up on every season. And uh, for those of you who've never seen Breaking Bad, um, obviously this is the prequel. Um, so, you know, hey, you, you don't necessarily need to uh, have seen any of Breaking Bad uh, to kind of understand what's going on. But, um, yeah, fantastic series that stands on its own. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, uh, who is Saul, delivers an incredible por- performance throughout the first five seasons. Um, so I'm excited to see what uh, Saul Goodman does uh, in season six. But, uh, yeah, hopefully they you know, incorporate a little bit of Brian Cranston, um, you know, from Breaking Bad, a little overlap there into, you know, the, the, the early years of, of Breaking Bad and, and, you know, when uh, his character, you know, interacts with Saul Goodman. So, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll kind of see what happens here and, and where they go. But, yeah, excited for uh, uh, the season six here uh, debut. And um, I highly suggest, uh, you know, trying to catch up or, you know, hey, just even uh, trying to watch it a little bit at a time. So, yeah, great show and uh, highly recommend. And, uh, you know, from there, uh, you know, kind of uh, switching things over. I told you I'd talk to you a little bit about uh, my my dog here, uh, Rosie. I've got a 10-month-old golden doodle. Um, she's very, very sweet, but she is a handful. <laughs> 60 pounds already and still growing. And, uh, you know, hey, like a lot of most uh, other puppies, all she wants to do is play. And uh, that's it. <laughs> We've been taking her to uh, daycare, uh, you know, a couple times a week where she gets to kind of run around with other dogs. And, hey, the daycare is fantastic. You know, the, the people who do work there are, are amazing and they, they, they love her. And, uh, you know, we're allowed, we're able to, you know, watch a, a live stream um, to, to get to watch her playing around and she's got a couple little best friends that she wrestles with all day and she gets so excited whenever I pull into the parking lot she knows exactly where she is and you know immediately runs in and and you know says hi to all the the people that work there and then just yeah basically I can go fuck myself and she's just there and she knows so and it's really funny watching her kind of run in there and and seeing her change over the uh the last few months of us taking her there uh you know hey, at first she was a little uh, hesitant to go in and now she doesn't even care and she wants to go back there and she'll go back there by herself if if no one lets her in so yeah it's been a lot of fun uh you know kind of seeing her uh you know grow up a little bit and um you know get to this 10 month period and hopefully she can calm down a little bit more um but uh yeah, shout out to uh the the dogtopia of cranberry for uh, taking such great care of Rosie and um, you know really uh, kind of loving her and and being able to uh, give her this time uh, during the week to to get out some of her uh, playing and and you know knock some energy out of her so that she sleeps a little bit better and and isn't such a menace to to my fiance and I at nights when when she gets back but. Um, you know, on that note, um, hey, that'll close out uh, this episode of Fourth and Whiskey. I appreciate y'all tuning in and, and taking a few minutes uh, to listen. Uh, I hope you'd enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed ranting. Um, yeah, make sure to give me a follow on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and uh, yeah, hey, we'll we'll get this up on Spotify. Uh, be able to catch the next episode. Um, yeah, hey, as a, a final note, uh, please help control the drink population by keeping your beers cold and your whiskey neat. See y'all next time.